The young farmer took all the apples from the trees in his orchard, even the ones from the ground, threw them in the back of a giant truck, and drove down the bumpy road to the farmer's market. Most of his apples were juicy red, but a lot of them were turning black and blue. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Hey everyone, do you like small talk? Like, do you think you're good at small talk? Not very many people are, but there is a trick to small talk. And I just posted a reel about it on my Instagram account, Sidekick to Hero. So go over and check it out. And while you're there, follow me. I post fun, short, helpful videos for teens. So that's at Sidekick to Hero on Instagram. And now episode 93, Fail Big. A young apple farmer sets up shop at a local farmer's market. He's selling baskets of apples from his orchard. This is his first year as an apple farmer, and his harvesting method could use some improvements because he looks around and notices a fair amount of his apples are bruised. Now, not wanting to take them out and make his baskets look less full, he just moves the bruised apples to the bottom of the basket and makes sure the best-looking ones are on top. Now, this works fine all morning, and he sells quite a few baskets. But in the afternoon, he gets some customers returning upset to find not only bruised apples on the bottom of the basket, but the weight of the apples on the top have squished the bruised ones on the bottom, and juice has leaked all over the place. Not wanting to repeat that the next day, the young farmer spends all night thinking of what to do with the bruised apples. Throwing them away would result in a significant loss for the season. Then, he gets an idea. The next day, he has the bruised apples on display, in their own set of baskets, right next to the good apples. And he put up one sign in front of them. Customers started buying the bruised apples left and right. What did the sign say? It said, 10 delicious desserts you can make with bruised apples. And it had a list. Everything from strudel to pie to apple crisp. And he sold a basket of bruised apples at just a slight discount from a basket of good apples. And shortly after lunch, the young farmer had to put up another sign. Bruised apples sold out. All right, the bruised apples in the story represent your failures and your shortcomings. We all got them. Now, our first instinct is to hide them from others. Whether they happen uh, all of a sudden in public, we hope nobody saw them whether it's something that we perceive about ourselves and we hope nobody notices them. But here's the thing about bad apples. See, bad apples can spoil other bad apples. Like, they can kind of spread. And I think it's the 
Same thing when you hide your failures. You end up making them even less desirable. You end up making them worse. We've all done that when we failed in a conversation and, and then we try to pretend like it didn't happen, but that just makes it more awkward. And we're like, uh. so th this is what I say to do with your failures. I say you fail big. Now, fail big is an improv term. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I've done improv for over two decades, and I really, really love doing improv, and that's where you get a bunch of people on stage, and there's no script, and you make up a scene on the spot. There are actually rules to improv. Uh, there's no scripts, but there are rules, and when you practice or rehearse, you practice those rules. One of the rules is fail big. Now, this is what it means. It means to lean into your failure. Draw attention to it. Don't sweep it under the rug or push it to the bottom of the basket. Uh, a failure on stage and improv happens all the time. You say a joke, nobody laughs. You call somebody by the wrong name on stage because you missed what the other person called them. In improv, you want to hang a lantern on it. Now that's, that's another phrase that's from Hollywood. In Hollywood, when you hang a lantern on something, you're essentially, as you're writing a script, you are telling the director, the cinematographer, that we're going to focus on this. Like if you're watching a show and a, a woman places a key in a cupboard, that's hanging a lantern on it. And the it would look like in the movie where, you know, she's in the room and it's a wide shot and then she opens the drawer and all of a sudden there's a close-up on it and she puts it in there and now the audience knows, ah, that key, that key's going to be important. That's where the key is. I see it. It's a, a trick you use to kind of get across some important information. I want you to apply that to your failures. And I'm specifically this episode talking about failures you have in communication or conversation with others. I want you to hang a lantern on it or draw attention to your failures. Now, if your brain freaks out at the fact that I just said that, then we're on the right track. It's going to be uncomfortable at first, but trust me, it's going to be much better for you and it's going to help you develop self-confidence. So here's what it would look like. I had a friend who had uh, a first date with uh, a girl and he spilled a milkshake all over her. It went everywhere, like in her purse, all over her lap. It, it just went everywhere. And he handled it very well. Rather than being ashamed or trying to retreat from what he did, he leaned into it and he helped her clean it up. And he's, oh my goodness, yeah, I just wanted you to be able to drink your milkshake out of your purse. Here, you want a straw for that? That is failing big. Here's another example. One time I was having a conversation with someone. And if you know me, I don't sports very much at all. Like I, I do little sports in my life, little playing, little watching. It's just not my uh, area of interest. And I'm talking with someone and they're like, oh yeah. I, I asked him, what did he do over the weekend? He was like, yeah, I watched uh, the basketball game. I was like, oh, the basketball game. Did the Patriots play? Now, if you know sports at all, you know Patriots are a football team. 
And rather than retreating from it when he said, uh, no, the Patriots are a football team, Joey, rather than going, oh, I'm, I'm so s- stupid. I, I'm sorry. You know, and then all of a sudden shrinking away from it, I failed big and I responded, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You don't have to talk to me like I'm a child when it comes to sports because I don't know anything. So who did play? That's failing big. Sometimes when we talk, we flub a word. I flub words often. You probably notice on the podcast. I'll flub words or say the wrong word or uh, I'll do things like that. Rather than just pushing past it and hopefully nobody noticed, try saying something like, oh, Man, speaking is hard. I'm never going to say that word again. That word, I'll, I'll give somebody $10 if they can say that word. And then somebody does it. You're like, I don't have $10, but good job, right? Like that's drawing attention to it. Or it might look like this, calling someone by the wrong name. Like that, this is something I do often. Uh, and I use this trick when I go up to someone and I'm like, oh, what's up, Stephanie? My name is Susie. Oh, okay. But can I call you Stephanie? Like that's, that's me really like drawing attention to that. Or how about giving the wrong answer in class? Teacher asks a question in history, you raise your hand and you're like the Ottoman empire. And the teacher's like, no, nope. That's not even close. Failing big would be like, wait, are you sure it's not the Ottoman empire? And the teacher explains the answer and all that. And you're like, yeah, I still think it was the Ottoman Empire. Uh, Ottoman Empire is just fun to say, you know, and, and that's drawing attention to it. So how do you do it? It's all about mindset. I can't give you a set of scripts that you can just say whenever you fail. I, what I just said with, you know, the calling someone by the wrong name, that's as close as I can get to it. But most of it is mindset. And here it is. When it comes to failing big, don't take your failures personally. A failure doesn't mean anything about you personally. It doesn't mean you're not funny or not as funny as that guy or not attractive or it doesn't mean you're an idiot. It doesn't mean any of those things. When you don't take your failures personally, you can actually be cool with failing. It's amazing to be super okay and chill with failing. And another mindset thing you can do is to have a powerful hero story about yourself that's your go-to statement, your go-to self-identity statement that won't waver with failures. So it can't be something like, I am perfect, because then you're gonna have a failure and you're gonna be like, oh man, or I'm the best person at communicating because when you flub, then you're like, oh, well, now I don't believe that story but have a powerful hero story that you can believe even with your failures. Something like this, I'm friggin' awesome, imperfections and all, or I can fail like the best of them because every best person fails. Those are examples. I want you to make up your own powerful hero story that won't waver with failures. So you can believe it even when you fail. Now, here's how to do it wrong to fail big in the wrong way. And it looks like probably what some of you guys have already been imagining it's going to look like for you. It's, it's going to look like you're coming across as too much. 
or overpowered or just vomiting of the mouth. That's, that's doing it wrong. You call someone by the wrong name. You're like, hey, Stephanie, my name's Susie. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I, I knew that. I mean, Ste Susie and Stephanie, they're very close to, you know, the, the, each other. And uh, I was just, they both are short with an S, though. <laughs> that's, that's not what it looks like. It's not desperately trying to cover up your bad apples. That's not what it's about, hiding your bruises. There, there's a huge difference. Notice in that example I just gave of doing it wrong, you're trying to pretend like you didn't mess up or you're trying to, ha yeah, isn't that awesome? I messed up, huh? But it's obvious by your tone and by the sweat that's dripping down your forehead that you don't think it's cool. That shows that you're not cool with your fail. So when you are truly cool with failure, you're easy breezy. You're like, oh, yeah, well, that's embarrassing. My goodness. I, I often liken it to this. Have, have you seen somebody who did something embarrassing, right? And then they tell you, oh my goodness, did you see that? That was so embarrassing. You didn't see it? Oh, no. Johnny got it on video. Here, here, check it out. Oh, look at that. Look at what I did. That was so embarrassing. And you're looking at them and you're like, are you actually embarrassed? I'm confused. Are you proud or what? Like, I'm, I'm confused about what's going on here. That's somebody who's truly cool with it. It's okay to still feel embarrassed or to still feel that unpleasant emotion that comes with failure in front of other people, but you just choose to be cool with it. Oh, dude, that's oh, so awkward right now. That's, woo, that's awkward. All right, guys, I'm just, I'm not going to talk for the next 10 minutes to get over this awkwardness. All right, that's, failing big. So your bruises aren't anything to be ashamed of or try to hide. We've all got them. So rather than hiding your public bruises, find a way to make them useful. That's what the young farmer did in the story. All bruises or all failures can be made into something delicious, like Apple strudel. Hey teens, would you say you are the sidekick or the hero of your life? You see, sidekicks play small. They let their emotions stop them from doing the things they want to do. Heroes, on the other hand, heroes are always in control of their destiny. They still struggle, but they know how to struggle. They know how to develop self-confidence, manage their emotions, and take the action they need to so their story ends the way they want it to. If you want to stop being a sidekick and start being the hero of your story, let me be your coach. I take teens from sidekick to hero in the firmly founded family membership. And this membership isn't just for teens. We have stuff in there for parents as well. So if you're ready to switch into hero mode, Go get your parents and go to firmlyfounded.com to see when our doors to the membership open next.